Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Going nuts for WordPress plugins. It's episode 622, and we have plugins for conditional displays, logging in with IPs, and WordPress news, all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlooking beautiful southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever lovely Amber Overall. And we've got a great new show for you today. We've increased and improved upon things. We decided to use Google Meet for our sharing on this thing, and it works way better than uh, Discord, which we were using previously. We were really surprised at how well it worked. We were forced into a meeting last week using Google Meet, and uh, turned out it works quite well. So I can hear the noises now. Yeah, you can hear <laughs> all the noises, and uh, everyone else will get to hear all the noises like they've always heard them. But you get to hear them finally. <laughs> and not talk through them. <laughs> and not talk over them, not stumble. At any rate, enough <laughs> of all that. I may as well. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. Although I'm finding that the noises that I that I heard before, now I'm hearing them about ten times louder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome to episode six hundred twenty-two. Go nuts for WordPress plugins. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you. Some recent news in both the WordPress world and the tech world in general, and some awesome WordPress tips. Hoping everyone is keeping well out there and looking forward to the warm weather. I, I know I'm definitely looking forward to summer. I'm done with cold and wet. Mostly cold. <laughs> yep. Yep. Couple of reminders. Uh, just a quick reminder that our show is every other week and it starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with the pre-stream starting about 12.15 Pacific time. Pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and really just warm up our voices, have some interesting conversations. Sometimes you might learn a few things if you come and listen. Our show notes for each episode can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page. Don't forget that this is a value-for-value value show and that you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers, and we need you to help us to produce. Get on out there and hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, and let people know that you helped to produce the longest-running WordPress plugins podcast. That's it for reminders. Ed, now don't forget to stick around until the end of the show. Uh, we do the Q&A at the end there. I still haven't managed to stump my dad. Maybe some of our listeners start sending in questions that we can maybe stump them with. Maybe we'll actually get there. How long have I been trying to stump you for now? Three years? Yeah, since you since I've gotten you on. Uh, it was six months. Yeah, it was about three years, give or take. <laughs> I love that picture. It's so cute. Yes. Today's artwork. It's like a calm version of uh, the speedster. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. I thought it was kind of cool. It goes well with the meme that's floating around the internet right now. Definitely. <laughs> so, 
So uh, if I, I'm, I'm guessing this is some of uh, Sarog's art. It's until until further notice, until we have a artists contributing again. It's all going to be Sarog's art. Okay. Well, if if anyone out there listening has an interest in bringing in some art, we would love to see some art, especially crazy cute stuff like this. My goodness, it's adorable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> On to the news. All right, let's go. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. Yup, that is about ten times louder, too. <laughs> well, it's all going to be ten times louder for you, I think. Maybe. By the way, we should keep that scroll as a background image. I want that picture. I'm going to keep that picture. Uh, first thing that I have for today is a WordPress vulnerability report for February 14th. In this report, there are 143 plugins that uh, had an issue. 117 of them are currently with patches. 26 of them are without. So, the ones that I most easily recognize, uh, well, it's a bit of a list, but most of them just have long names. Tiny MCE and Tiny MCE Advanced Professional Formats and Styles. Like I said, long name. WP Contact Form. We have a lot of Elementor stuff in this list. Now, it seems like most of the Elementor stuff has been patched. We have Elementor Website Builder, more than just Page Builder. Essential add-ons for Elementor. Uh, best Elementor templates and widgets. Kits WooCommerce Builders. Royal Elementor add-ons and templates. Event Manager, Events Calendar, Events Tickets for WooCommerce, Eventin. So there are more. There's also more Elementor stuff that, that are in there. Be sure to go and check out this list for yourself. Most of them have been patched at this point, but there's quite a few that haven't. You'll find the ones that have not been patched. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if they're scattered throughout. It looks like you're scrolling through them right now. Yeah, I'm scrolling through them. Yeah, so I guess the ones that have not been patched are all at the top. Yep, ones that have not been patched at the top. We already went through them. I was looking That's for actually. That's actually good. It used to be that they the they just kind of stayed where they were. Mm. So I like that. That that's a new thing that they've added. I like it. And then we also have the link for the WordPress vulnerability report from Patch Stack. So this is always a good one. I, I'm finding that I usually go to the first one we just looked at the solid WP, and then I also go to Patch Stack now. I've, I've kind of been able to wrap my mind around how Patch Stack has everything laid out. And going to Patch Stack is a bit more up-to-date and more immediate response. Like, you look on here, you can see the latest vulnerability was a was three days ago, and it was a plugin. You can find a lot of information on both of these, especially when you mix them together. It kind of gives you a whole picture. Next up, it's alive. So the WP Tavern is finally back. There have been seven people hired for the next two weeks. And over the next two weeks, these seven shall compete with one another to see which two of them get the jobs. Allegedly, the other five will get decent freelancing opportunities. This will be good, though not as good as full-time work. I think my favorite part about this article is a comment let let the WP Tavern games begin. Yep, pretty much. Left by Joe Velesco. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it'll be nice to see the tavern back and see, see if we get some uh, see if we get some good reporting as as well as uh, forget her name now, Sarah Jennings. <laughs> you know, be nice because she did good reporting. She did, and you know what? I was I actually was impressed with the first two things that they have up here. I, those are the next two things I'm bringing. Oh, okay. Uh, so next one is bricks. One point nine, uh, one point nine point six point one <laughs> patches critical RCE vulnerability. So for those who don't know, like myself, because I suck at acronyms, RCE is remote code execution flaw. What this means is that it allows attackers to potentially gain unauthorized control over websites running on affected versions of bricks. So if you are a user of bricks. Make sure you go and get the update if you haven't already. They've fixed it, but you want to get in there and fix it right away. Um, for those who don't know what Bricks is, it's a page builder that's not too different from Elementor. There's been, uh, I know there was like a huge scandal around Bricks for a little bit, but I think that died off. Next up, we have... WordPress 6.5 beta 1 has been released. So if you are one of those who likes to be on the bleeding edge of WordPress releases, here is your chance. Beta 1 for 6.5 has been dropped. There's a little information here in the link for you. There, yeah, there, there's actually a lot of information link here for you, actually. So be sure to check it out. Next, we have WordPress user survey indicates rising frustration. Hmm, so I, I found this one interesting, actually, not just because I don't like Gutenberg, but because it seemed like Gutenberg was actually being really well received, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, over the last year, it's not so well received. I didn't know this, mm. but apparently it's getting slower lagging and it's not responding properly and it's getting harder to use the blocks this is what i what i'm reading hmm. i decided to dive down the rabbit hole a little bit and yeah it seems like people have been complaining about this more and more and more and the survey that they recently did uh they actually go through all the questions that they ask but like 55 percent of wordpress users are not happy hmm. right now imagine that it wasn't like 80% of them were unhappy when they forced Gutenberg down our throats. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, a lot of people did take to it pretty well. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised, but I have to admit I am kind of pleased because Gutenberg hurts my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I have tried to use it. I just keep breaking it. Yeah, well, that's not good for, that's not good for, uh, for WordPress in the long run, they need to, they need to address some of the issues because you know they the reason they created Gutenberg was to compete against Wix and everybody else who was creating the fancy page builders. Unfortunately, uh, WordPress has been losing customers to Wix and other companies. Yes, I know. They're they're losing them to their to their uh, competitors because them. of this. Yeah. Problem is, is, they made they 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 thought they were making it easier to compare, but they were chasing the wrong audience. Yeah, I think people who like building on Wix tend to go to Wix. People who like building in WordPress tend to go to WordPress. Mm -hmm. yes, well, that's just my opinion, though. Well, that's the the truth of it. So we also have some extras here. We have some stuff from some more stuff from WP Tavern. 
And we have other things, uh, random stuff, like why no one knows quite when a descending satellite will hit Earth this week. Very important information to know. Is there a satellite we, coming in to hit us? <laughs> oh, a satellite. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. One falling <laughs> out of the sky. They fall out of the sky regularly. Yeah, they do. So be sure to check out the extras to find out all that awesome information. On to Dragon Raiden time. All righty. All right, first plug-in. Plug-in, I've only got one here for you today. It's called Conditionally Display Featured Image on Singular Posts and Pages. Now, the reason I ended up hunting one this down here, I was starting to look for doing my own code for it, but then I realized, oh, check a plug-in. Somebody may have already written it. Well, a project we're currently working on, which we'll announce in probably about two or three weeks when we, when we make it live, but... Uh, in the project they, that we're rebuilding, they had a specific effect for some of their posts in that they wanted their feature image to be displayed and picked up by Google and other items such as if it's shared out through Twitter and whatnot, but they didn't want the feature image displayed on the page itself. So they had to put the option in there for turning off displaying your, your featured image. And this is a really fantastic little plugin that does that trick perfectly for you. You plug it in, turn it on, and you may have to tweak it a little bit, but not by much. There's just a very minor tweak that you need to do to it. To one of the biggest things was change the wording of it, because you can see the wording of it is display featured image in post list only hide on singular views. Again, wording, folks. <laughs> Could have just been simple as don't display a featured image on this post. <laughs> I mean, no, no, we, we want to make it make it words. Well, yeah, you got to have more words because more words means more attention, right? Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> But the nice thing about it is these guys make it easy to change the way it words. And they even have it listed in their, in their uh, drop downs of what can do. You know, plugin doesn't work with my theme. What can you do? If you have problems with the theme, they've given you filter hooks to make it work with your theme. You know, can you hide the feature images by default? Yeah, you can make it hide feature images by default if that's what you want throughout your whole site. And they even give you the function code to drop into your functions file. You know, how do you change the text? This is the one that I wanted so that I didn't have to go hunt it down. They give you the text and you just go in and tell what the what string you want. Hide featured image in post. You know, nice and simple, little plug-in, work beautifully, set up great. Did the function I wanted it to do without any headache whatsoever. So go check this one out. Fantastic little plugin. It is called the Conditionally Display Featured Image on Singular Posts and Pages. And I give it a 5 Dragon rating. All right. So now we're going to go over the WordPress tips. Ah. Uh. I can hear it now. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. We would love to hear some tidbit tips uh, back from our producers out there. What did you figure out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone else who broke something to fix it? You can send these tidbits into me at amber at WPPRO.ca. So making sites. Don't be afraid to reach out for help, whether that is to the developers of the plugins or just the people you know who might be able to help you. If you can't figure out the problem on your own after a decent amount of time, it's time to call in reinforcements. 
And that does not mean you failed. It just means that you need help. I mean, it's all, it, it's the same all across the board, no matter where you're working, it, you have to call and help eventually. But this job, I personally believe that this particular kind of job where you are on the computer and often away from all other people, it feels like you should just be able to figure it out no matter what it is, because you have to rely on yourself. You have to rely on being able to do things because you don't have a whole workforce around you in person like you would, say, in an office. But often you can't do that. You have to go out and ask for help when you can't figure it out after a while. And also, if you don't go and ask for help, how are you going to learn all the different possible ways to figure something out? Because in order to learn, you got to watch other people, right? That's one way, yeah. All right, so beginner's tips. Go break something. <laughs> Create yourself a sandbox or a dev site, and then go break it. Break it good. Break it so good that it may take you two weeks to figure out how to fix it. And then go back to whatever you were having a hard time solving before and try again. You will find it a lot easier to solve now that you have thoroughly broken something else. <laughs> Kind of like in welding, when the weld won't go right, go melt something into a pile of molten metal, chuck a few scraps around, then go back to the weld you weren't getting before, and it'll be a lot easier to get it done now. I don't think it actually matters what the trade is. When something frustrates you, go break something, and then you'll feel a lot better. You just go back to whatever you're doing. So that's my beginner's tip. Go break something. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. All right, so IP-based login. This is a plugin that was sent in to us from the plugin developer. Uh, I am going to murder his name. Brijesh Kothari. <laughs> you probably got it pretty close. You think so? Hopefully. Uh, so I'm going to be covering the free version this week. And then because this, this developer was awesome, they sent me in the pro version to try out. Next next show, I will be covering the pro version. So what this plugin is for is it gives you the ability to authorize someone um, to log in without a password, but you're doing it through their IP. So what this means is you add the person's IP address into the plugin, and that person will be able to log into the site without having to enter in any credentials at all. So it is connected to a user, but once you put in their IP, that user can then just kind of go to the site and be logged in. They don't have to worry about passwords. So that is kind of useful. Like first thing that popped into my head is when you're dealing with developers or something and you need to create a password for them, say the password just isn't working for some reason, we'll get this plugin, throw it in there, throw, throw their IP in there. And then they have, uh, you, so you have to create a user for them so you can set the user up, get their IP. They go to log in, they can just get right in there. And uh, you can you just have to remove their IP. You don't even have to remove the account afterwards. Just remove their IP and they can't log in because they don't have a password. I thought that was a really cool way to work around an issue that I've seen a few times. Uh, so this is a freemium plugin. As I mentioned before, uh, you're getting the free version rundown today. 
Once you download and activate the plugin, you'll find the settings in your left-hand menu under IP-based login. Although you can also click settings under the plugin itself on the plugin page. I like it when they do that. That's a cool shortcut. On the plugins dashboard, you will see global settings and add IP range. I noticed that the free version, you do, you do have the option to mark off the checkbox, select checkbox to destroy session if IP is changed. So this will affect only sessions created by IP-based login. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, I think it's a decent fail-safe, although not sure if uh, what will happen is if you're logged in um, and somebody else is using your account, Maybe like your login credentials, maybe the different IP address login will get you kicked out, but it does say that um, it'll only affect sessions created by IP-based logins. So I, I wasn't able to test that function out. That's something that I'm not sure about yet. If anybody does try this out and is able to answer that for me, let me know. And I'll figure out a way to test it over the next couple of weeks so I can bring that answer to the next, uh, next show. To add the IP information, you add the username of the person you want to give access to. There is uh, the ability to click on show list of users and drop down. So you could just have a drop down of usernames if you can't remember the exact username. You choose a username for a drop down that appears to you, and then you fill in the IP. Uh, well, you, you, you fill in the start IP if you only have one IP address. You can also have a range of IP addresses. Not entirely sure how that works. Do you, how does that range IP addresses work? Do you know? Yeah, I do. Okay, can you explain that to me? Because I actually don't really know. I tried looking it up and I didn't it's, really it, find it, proper information. Oh, well, the information's there. You just got to figure out how to de how to decipher it. Um, okay. An IP address range is take for instance example IP address one two three one two three one two three dot zero zero one. Mm -hmm. Or zero zero zero. It goes from zero 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 all the way up to two five five. Okay. So if you want to set up a range, you can set up a block range, and I can't remember the specific blocks because I forget. There's twenty two block. There's twenty or there's thirty two block, twenty four block, um, and they cover a range of IPs within that block of addresses. Or you oh, can okay. just or you can just set up a range of IPs and say I want to allow IP address one two three one two three. One two three zero zero ten, and um, you can put a dash in somehow. I forget it, and you can put it up and go all the way up to say twenty five. So it'll cover IP addresses from ten to twenty five. That's an IP address range. It's okay. It's a confusing mess. There's tables out there on the internet. Every once in a while, when I have to deal with this, I have to go back and look up the tables because I just can't <laughs> remember everything that it goes with, especially when I'm dealing with the uh, slash blocks. Because they, they have a shorthand code, which is, which is slash 24, slash 32. Like, I think I have a slash 32 on my, on my servers, which means I have a block of four IP addresses. And it's a range. You know, and so it's just the way, it's the way it works. The, the IP address system is beautiful and convoluted at the same time. It's like trying to tease out the, uh, the spiral in a Nautilus shell. I was thinking like a spider web made while the spider was on caffeine, but well, there's that too. You know, <laughs> but 
It's actually quite it's actually quite beautiful when you when you can wrap your head around it. But then if you don't keep your head wrapped around it, come back and look you at it, again it later, it's all start all over again. Yeah. So all right. Well now I understand that. Uh what you can do with this plugin is you can either check the check mo- or the check the checkbox it says uh to allow ranged IPs or uncheck it and just have a single IP. Now, unfortunately, the free version only um, supports up to IPv4. Uh, I, I don't think that's a problem for most people, but you need to get the premium version to get up to IPv6. Yeah, currently IPv4 still works. I've only encountered a couple of clients that don't have an IPv4 address anymore. Okay. Uh, most everyone still has, most, most everyone, if you do a check on your IP address, you'll find that you have both a IPv4 and an IPv6. And not every server out there is looking at IPv6 addresses yet. That still hasn't completely been changed over. It's going to eventually, as they cram more and more Internet of Things into the houses, they, they need IPv6 addresses. Because so really, it's if, you want, if you're on the bleeding edge and you need that. Yeah, if you're, if you're more on the bleeding edge. At the moment, IPv4s are still pretty standard. But IPv6, it, it started a few years ago when we ran out of IP addresses. We, the internet has literally run out of IP addresses. Okay. Uh, IPv4 addresses. When they created the system, they thought, oh, I forget how many billions there are. We'll never run out uh, until we do. But mm-hmm. the new system, the IPv6, is quadrillions of addresses. All right. We, we'd have to quadruple the population of this planet before we'd run out of those ones, I believe. Yeah, Hemdian just said uh, IPv4 numbers are running out. Yeah, no. that, that makes sense. They've run out. They've run out. People own blocks that they're not using, but they've run out. <laughs> okay, so uh, another thing that you'll need to get the premium version for is if you want to only allow whoever you've given access to a certain allotment of uh, logins. You can limit them if you want. Uh, limit them to like three logins or one login, what have you. This way they can log in and you don't have to worry about them logging back in. Again, the, the plugin just won't let them. Cool. Yeah, so the free version gives you very simple capability to make it easier for giving access to particular people. No need for passwords. I think it's really cool. Um, I, I do think that the usage usage limit option could have been left as part of the free version that's just my opinion because it seems like more of a security thing I, I don't know that that's what i think so as mentioned before i will be bringing a review of the pro version next show i rate this at four dragons excellent all righty well here we go it's time to donate to wp plugins a to z uh, just a quick thing here. Hemdian said, how long before IPv6 runs out and what will be next? Oh, no. IPv6 is, it, we'd, mm-hmm. have to, we'd have to quadruple the population of the planet and the number of devices we have. Unless yeah. people quadruple the amount of blocks they buy. No. No. No? The, the, the blocks are so huge. Oh, okay. IPv6, how many digits are in? See, IPv4 only has four blocks of three digits. Okay. But IPv6, what is an IPv6? 
Um, IPv6 has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight blocks of four digits. And it's not, oh, just, wow. it's not just numbers, it's letters also. Oh. It's numbers and letters. So now we have zero to nine digits, plus they use the uh, American alphabet for the letters, so we have 26 letters. The combinations you can make with that are insane. I was just going to say nearly endless. Nearly, but not quite. You know, but the thing is, what's... Hang on a second. <laughs> I mean, said that's what they thought when IPv4 came out. <laughs> well, see, but see, they were they weren't thinking. See, IPv is a 128 bit address. You know, the 32 bit address is IPv4. Okay, so here is the number of addresses possible in IPv6: 340 trillion trillion trillion. Hmm. So you wrap your head around that that number. You know. So what was the limit of IPv6 or IPv4? IPv4. See, IPv4 was only 4 billion addresses. Wow, I'm actually surprised it took so long for them to run out. Well, I remember when you're at home, you know, take for instance, you're using one IP address to the public. But you've got multiple devices connected to your router using an internal IP address. They they reserved out a specific block of IP addresses to use internally, and that uh, that are never public. They're never allowed to be used public. Uh, so, he he also yeah. asked, "Is it all letters?" I thought it was hexadecimal, or am I wrong? No, it's all letters. As far as I know, it's not hexadecimal. I just looked at it. It doesn't look to be hexadecimal. So, hmm. as far as far as I've seen, it's always it's letters and numbers. I don't see, I've never seen any hexadecimal code in an IPv6 address. That's interesting. It, it is. It's, it's an interesting rabbit hole to dive down if you're trying to learn how the network of the internet works, because it's very important. Oh, make sure you have a whole weekend at least if you're going to dive down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to dive down that rabbit hole. That's a pretty deep rabbit, rabbit hole. I had to I had to do that twenty no fifteen years ago after I'd been running servers for five years I had to dive down those rabbit holes to figure out a bunch of things that were going wrong with my with my network. <clears throat> All right, so on to our producer know-how and donations segment. Earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's larder stocked to bursting. We have our freelance producers, backroom producers, and war room producers. There are special perks for backroom and warroom producers that you can learn about on our site, WPPluginsAtoZ.com. Click on Time, Treasure, or Talent Donations in our main menu to learn all the nitty-gritty details on how you can add your two cents. You can join in and be part of your own production, and you can support the show at the same time. There are loads of ways to use us as your tool, so get on out there and do some things. Like... You could get yourself uh, into an interview with us. We'll send it out to the world. That'll help you and it'll help us. Leave a review of, for a plugin or donate your own plugin to be reviewed. Like we, like we had someone donate their own plugin for today. They get two weeks worth of talking out of it. There are all kinds of things that you can do. It'll help you and it helps us. You can check out our show notes to get some more ideas. We do not have anything from our listeners out there. No questions, notes, or feedback today. 
But we do have some miscellaneous announcements. Uh, now, for our listeners and our producers out there, if you have anything you'd like to have announced out to the world, like a meetup or you'll be on stage at a WordCamp or something, let us know and we'll put it in here. Currently, the next five WordCamp items on the list are WordCamp Kensai on February 23rd to 24th, WordCamp Asia on March, 9th, March 7th to 9th, Woman WordPress Day on March 8th, Switzerland Community Day on March 23rd, and WordCamp Torlodones, I think, on March 23rd to 24th. You can see the entire list if you follow the link here, central.wordcamp.org. And if you're interested in finding a WordPress meetup somewhere around the world, you can go to meetup.com slash pro slash WordPress. Again, the link is here in our show notes. Uh, for anybody who hasn't heard already, the YYJ WordPress meetup group has been canceled and does not exist anymore. Keep checking back to get any more information. You can also reach out to us. We have a physical address that's right here in our show notes. But then we also have our virtual addresses. So you can reach out to us more easily. Today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the conditionally display featured image on singular posts and pages by Cyril Bollinger. And this fantastic plugin allows individual featured image to show in a thumbnail and archives. Uses a simple checkbox feature. And it works in Classic Editor. And also works in Elementor and also works, uh, where else did I have it? I haven't worked. I forget. Anyway, go check it out. I gave it a five dragon rating, keeping with bringing nothing but dragons this year. <laughs> so every time that you read that out, all that goes through my mind is long name, amazing results. <laughs> <laughs> so I covered IP based login by Brijesh Kathari. Easily grant specific access via IP, capability to grant access via range of IPs, and no need for a password for granting access to particular users. Currently, I rate this at four dragons. Very cool. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. All right. So my first question, well, First, actually, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to send in, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. I would love a question that would stump my dad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so uh, I already kind of asked this question before. I, I, I jumped ahead of myself. What is a, a range of IPs and how does that work? Oh. You kind of already explained that. Yeah, well, if you had this in the questions, you should have just said, well, I've got it coming later. And then we could have held off on that big, long discussion a couple minutes back. My curiosity got the better of me. So well, a range of IPs basically is a, is a block, is IP addresses that are sequentially blocked together, a range. It's like a range of numbers, one to ten. Same thing. Same idea without all the exclamation previously. Yes. <laughs> um, so how often do people's IP addresses change? Well, they used to change constantly. But really? Well, yeah, it's because what happens when you log into the Internet, um, you log in through your router. And once upon a time, you had to boot up your router and then can connect your computer to the router to connect to the Internet. Well, what happens with that router is it goes out and it gets an IP address from a central source from the Internet provider because the Internet provider has a block of IP addresses that they issue to all the routers on their network. 
And what you do is you don't own the IP, you're leasing it. And that lease, you lease it from the, from the central authority. And some places have the lease set up for 24 hours, some for 36 hours, some for seven days. I think the cable company here gives a seven-day lease on the, on the IP address. But what happens is if your router never turns off, as the lease gets to be expired, the router fires off another signal and says, I wish to release that same IP address. And so, and because the central authority goes, well, no one else is using it. You can keep using it. You're good. Mm -hmm. But if you turn off your router for, say, 24 hours or more, what could happen is somebody else might turn on their router. And when they request an IP, they might get the one that you were just using. So when you go to turn on your router again, it'll go say, hey, can I have this IP? I was using the central authority goes, nope, you can't have it. Somebody else is using it, but here's a new one for you. So you get a new IP address. But because routers are left turned on constantly now, they're never turned off, it's very rare to get a new IP. I've, I've been where I'm at right now for seven years, and I've had this same IP address for seven years. Okay. You know, um, once upon a time, because of the way it was done previously with the constant of changing, I had to pay an extra fee to my cable company to get a fixed IP. I would, I would ask them, hey, I need a fixed IP because, well, I'm in internet provisions and stuff, and I need an IP address that is dependable because there's certain stuff I log into that if my IP address changes, I have to go through a whole rigmarole to reconnect because a lot of stuff is determined by IP, much like the plugin you covered. You know, hey, mm -hmm. you get logged in, your IP is here. So, but because of that, because of the way it works now, you don't have to get a fixed IP because as long as your router isn't off for an extended amount of time, your chances of losing the IP are very slim. So that's so very they interesting. Don't, they don't change very often anymore. They used to change a lot. And the one, the people who IPs change constantly ask them. So how often do you turn your router off? You'll probably find they're the kind of people that they turn their router off at night because they don't like the EF, EMF radiation. Makes sense. So, um, but if hem, Oh, sorry, go so, ahead. So if you're, an I, if you're an IT of any sort, working from home, you never want to shut off because you always want to keep that IP address because it is like a security feature. Makes sense. So MDN uh, said, okay, just checked. An IPv6 address oh, okay. is represented as eight groups of four hexadecimal digits. Each group representing 16 bits is separated by colons. Yeah. But some combinations are reserved to any cast, whatever that is. Yeah, okay. What's any cast? Do you know? I have no clue what any cast is. Hey, something to stump you. Yeah. <laughs> I've, never heard, I've never heard what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can find out in a matter of seconds or minutes, though, I'm sure. Just type it into <laughs> Google. Google's got an answer. Okay, so, so the IPv6 addresses are... Hexadecimal. I guess, he well, define hexadecimal. I mean, hexadecimal is a, is a specific set of 16 bit or 16 characters. Um, um, a number base that has a base value of 16. Okay. Um, they're all, they're only, uh, hexadecimal numbers are represented only by only 16 symbols. So if they're using 16 symbols, I guess, but I've always, I've always just seen the address as numbers and letters. So that's what I assumed it was. You know, but I don't know. So, okay, so they're using the hexadecimal numbers 0 to 9 and the hexadecimal letters A to F. 
Ah. Okay. So okay. So it is hexadecimal. All right. So you've got you've got it right there, Hamdian. But uh, I just I hadn't gone down that rabbit hole yet. I've not been bothering to look. And now you'll vanish for days. No, no. I don't. Need <laughs> it I I won't go down that until I absolutely need that. Hmm. Because that's that's a rabbit hole I just don't want to stuff in my head right now. I'm already I'm already in enough rabbit holes right now. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Every time I pop out of one, I end up diving into another these days. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, okay. All right. So uh, I have two more questions for after the closing. Yes, we run our closing credits here for those of you who are listening on the uh, on the uh, podcast downloads from all of the uh, directories out there. And if you want to hear all the cooler questions and sometimes extended discussion after the show, you're going to have to come visit us on YouTube. In the meantime, we'll let our girl take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at WPPro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.